0: Good morning, St James, and welcome to our sermon and our Bible readings for Trinity Sunday. Our first reading is from Psalm 8, and it reads like this. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You've taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. Yet you made them only a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honour. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority, the flocks and the herds and all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that swims in the ocean currents. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 16 and verses 12 to 15. Uh, And this is Jesus speaking to his disciples uh, after the Last Supper uh, and before he's arrested uh, at Gethsemane. Jesus says this, There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning, St James. Um, Let's look at our Bible readings. Uh, As we do, I I want to read you a story. So this is the story of Goldilocks. And so I hope you can see from there. So Goldilocks had big brown eyes and such a pretty smile. She wore her curly yellow hair in a funky dreadlock style. While skipping through the woods one day, behind some trees she saw a little house. And bold as brass, she barged in through the door. And then, inside the house, she found some porridge that the bears had made. She ate it all up, she broke their chairs, uh, and she slept in their beds, fell asleep in the littlest one, and when the bears came back, she ran away. And the bears lived happily ever after. The end. So, what do you think? How did you like my story? Was it a bit quick, a bit a bit short? Possibly. It's one of those uh, interesting things. I love telling stories. I miss the fact that I don't get to read stories either at Lion Park or. Uh, To my own kids so much these days Uh, but when you're reading a story you you want to know the details and actually in this book there's some really nice details with the porridge and then you get to see the the socks on the line and um, what have you got oh you've also got you get to look inside the washing machine where there's a big pair of pants a medium sized pair of pants and a little pair of pants but when we tell a story, we want the details, don't we? We want to go on a journey. And you, with Goldilocks particularly, you get that tension that's like, oh, she's trying the porridge, and it's the big bowl, the medium bowl, and now she's looking at the chairs. And you get more and more tense as this thing goes on because the bears are out, but the bears are going to come back. And what's going to happen? And when we just kind of go, yeah, the bears come back, she runs away, they all live happily ever after. I was like, well, that is the story. Yes, but but there's so much more than that. There's so much more detail to it. There's, there's so much more that we could hear, uh, that we could know about. Now, I don't know about you, but if you're gonna go, if you're gonna read a book, or you're gonna go watch a film, how do you feel about spoilers? How do you feel about other people telling you uh, key bits of information about the main character, about the plot, before you've read it yourself. Um, certainly, before I go to watch a film, it's pretty when I'm watching one of the Marvel films, I find I have to just kind of put my fingers in my ears and avoid um, social media and uh, various articles that my phone suggests to me, because everyone posts spoilers. They post, oh, I really liked it when this happened. And do you remember when the person did the thing to the other person? I so I don't want to know. I mean, it's not a new thing. Uh, in my family, um, there's been this historic, historic thing that if there's a football match, you can't watch on the television. You're out doing something else. Then my family would record it and then it would become a huge deal not to hear the score before you got home. So in an ideal world, you go do the other thing, uh, which for us often was playing table tennis, And then you get home and then you could watch the match as if it was happening live with all of the, oh, oh, ah, that comes. Whereas often we'd be out. So I'd go, oh, shame about that last minute goal, eh? You're going to go, oh, okay, fine, fine, never mind. And you'd watch it. But when you watched it, then there wasn't the same sense of drama. There wasn't the same sense of excitement because you knew how it was going to finish. You knew what was coming. So spoilers take away our enjoyment of something, but actually our reading today isn't so much about spoilers. I'll give you a different example. Imagine if um, someone in 2019, summer of 2019, told you everything that was going to happen in 2020 and 2021, and they told you about COVID about restrictions, about lockdown, about mask wearing, about the impact on our services, about uh, the people we were going to lose? A, would you have believed them? B, would you have thanked them? Would you have wanted to know ahead of time what was coming? Could we have done anything differently if we had known? And actually there is there's this a long tradition in film about how difficult it is if you can if you know what's going to happen actually that affects what happens now and Jesus talks to the disciples on the eve of his death he's talking to the disciples before he is executed and he's like I can see what's going to happen I'm going to be arrested and killed you're going to run away I'm going to be put into a grave and you will be devastated Then I'm going to come back from the grave. I'm going to resurrect it and you're not going to believe it and then you're going to slowly understand and Thomas puts his fingers in my hands and then I'm going to be I'm going to go back to my father in heaven like I always said I would and you're going to be confused and you're going to be waiting you're going to wait in Jerusalem like I tell you to and then you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit and then there'll be the excitement of Pentecost and then you'll be persecuted and Many of you are gonna be killed like I've been killed because the way the world hates me and hates, hates anyone associated with me. All of this is in Jesus' mind. He's like, I can't tell you what's going to happen. It's more than you can bear, it's more than you can cope with. And so instead, I'm gonna go and the Holy Spirit will come and the Holy Spirit will tell you each bit of the story as you need to know it so with us and our story we know how it finishes we know that it ends us with jesus with no pain no fear no death but actually what about the next page and the next page well jesus says the holy spirit will come and the holy spirit each day will turn a new page And will lead you into the truth that you need for the next day. Just one page at a time. One more page. The next bit of truth. And it will be what you need for that day. So for us as Christians, we know how the story ends. But what we need is each day to listen to God to listen to the Holy Spirit, to read the Bible, to pray and ask for the truth that we need, the next page of our story, so that God can show us where to go, who to speak to, how to cope with the things that we are facing for today's things. There'll be other things to worry about on other days. What God offers is the resources, the strength, the truth to face today. So as you go through this week, ask God for one page each day. What is the truth for today? What do I need to know today? And the Holy Spirit will lead you into the truth of the kingdom of God, the truth about Jesus, so that you are able to follow him uh, and receive what you need to get through. So I'm going to pray. Uh, and ask the spirit would reveal himself to you would be with you every day when you turn to him let's pray jesus thank you for your love for us thank you that you've sent the gift of your holy spirit so that we can be uh, so that we can be, know ourselves to be in you we can know you with us and we can uh, see the next page of our stories you that you don't burden us with everything that is coming in the years to come but you've promised to give us what we need our daily bread for today so lord jesus would you draw us to yourself each day this week and help us to hear your voice through the bible and as we pray that we might be led into the truth that we need and that we might follow you with all of our Lord Jesus, we ask this in your precious name. Amen. Thank you all and uh, God be with you as you share communion today. Bye bye.